0: characteristic emerged as a significant predictor of success it was grit all right all right we're live well we are not live just just me this is landon and i thought i would record a solo podcast which we've never done before just in case we can't record this week because we've i know kyle and i both have a bunch of stuff going on after hours this week and just uh, I have a feeling it's gonna be a hard week to record so I'm just gonna record this just in case and just talk a little bit about some some updates that we just some updates on the on the business it's been a wild last couple two to three weeks if you've been listening to the podcast then you know we've been launching some new some new businesses and those have started to get ramped up there's just a lot a lot of things going on, which is why they tell you not to do multiple businesses. But but it's been super fun. I've been very energized by it. And I think it's cool because we're doing some, some different things that aren't, they're just not, I don't know, they're not the type of businesses we've run before necessarily. I guess about a month, maybe a little bit, I guess a couple months ago, we finally decided to kickstart the hiring in the philippines business that we had talked about literally for years and just never did you know we said hey let's just let's get a let's get a website out there let's start to talk about it a little bit and you know let's see what happens that has been going i mean in my opinion has been going really well we're already like placing people from the philippines with american companies which means you know revenue is coming in the door which is awesome we've already been like we've probably talked to I don't know maybe 40 40 50 candidates and been able to qualify a bunch of those folks kind of you know find their their specific niches and their experience and be able to categorize them in a number of ways so we basically built out this we built out kind of two different crms within within notion so we sort of have like a hire with grit kind of HQ in Notion and then within that we have a couple different databases. One database would be companies that have reached out to us and asked us if we could fill roles and the other is you know all these candidates that we're talking to. Actually we have three. So we've got candidates that we're talking to in which we've reached out so sort of like outbound. Then we have another another sort of like an inbound queue. And that was something we did a couple of weeks ago. We basically put a tally form on our site for candidates to apply if they want to and you know since we're not like pushing we're not pushing a lot of traffic at all and definitely not a lot of candidate traffic to the website right now so we like this would be purely based on like us sending this to people so you know the way i look at it is like everybody that we that we talk to in the philippines we should be asking them do do you have friends do you have colleagues do you have you know, folks that you worked with in the past that you would want to, you know, share this with and have them apply. And then we can talk to them and help them get placed somewhere. So I've been sending that to like everybody we talk to, which, you know, obviously is giving us some, some small network effects there. But when those people apply via the form, it automatically adds them to this database within Notion, and then we can reach out to those folks. So. We've got, you know, in a short amount of time, quite a bit built out here in terms of, you know, in terms of a CRM and and that sort of thing. You know, maybe in the future we'll need to use like HubSpot or, you know, some sort of like uh, ATS applicant tracking system. But as of right now, I think when we're just getting started and you just want to kind of like get something, get something out there, Notion is perfect for that. It's super easy. You know, we don't have to go pay, like we're not paying extra for it. So I think that you know that's one of the big values of Notion. So we've we've enjoyed that. So um, so yeah, I've been doing a bunch of that stuff. You know, talking to talking to candidates at you know midnight sometimes. You know, one of our goals with the business is that we get like I think. You know, there's a number. Of, there's a number of different hiring businesses out there. There's obviously a number of marketplaces like Upwork, and I think the value that we can provide, and well, really what we have to provide to be valuable is that like we have to find quality candidates like that's a given but i think our biggest value is that we need to be able to do it quickly so you know our our goal is always like to find some you know multiple people for you like within a week or less in order to do that we've got to you know we've got to be quick on our end but i think the biggest thing is that we've got to build sort of like a pre-qualified database of candidates that we've already talked to in different categories with certain experience levels And we just have to, we already have to have that. So we need to be talking to people all the time. If we don't have that, it's gonna be a lot harder for us to be quick in terms of getting those candidates to you. I mean, our values basically take that work off your plate in terms of qualifying, which you could, you could still do. You could go to Upwork and go through the whole process yourself, but that's going to be a lot, you know, that's just a lot of time and effort. And so we're basically taking that off your plate and utilizing a network of folks that we already have on the ground in the Philippines. So... As I've started to get into, like, part of me spending so much time doing this as a, as like the founder, it, this certainly doesn't scale. I can't be on phone calls at midnight and doing all these different things. Like that doesn't scale, especially since we have multiple businesses. But I do think that it's really important that, like, we any any founder, whenever you're doing some starting something new, it could be a new product offering within your business. It could be a different, you know, a new business that you're starting. Like you need to do everything at first, you need to do everything that doesn't scale. You need to do the full process. Like you got to do it all because if you don't like, you're just not going to understand. You're not going to understand the business well, you're not going to understand where the gaps are, where you can become more efficient. I mean, we've like with this business, like we need to figure out, we don't even know for sure, like what our niche is going to be in terms of like the roles that we fill and so like at first you kind of just have to like throw everything at the wall and see what sticks and so you know we're hiring everything from like bookkeepers to ad operations folks which is closer aligned to our ad reform business to developers to lead generation customer support like all of these different completely different things but you know i think it's important that we That we go down all of those rabbit holes because if we don't we won't know which ones are places we don't we shouldn't be or we shouldn't be playing in so right now it's a lot of me just like okay here's where the gaps are in the process or here's the type of stuff we need to say at this part of the process because if we don't do that then we're not like we're leaving ourselves you know at odds of losing the opportunity or not getting the candidate placed. I've already found a ton of those issues and so it's been, you know, you want to get you want to get so far down the football field at first, you want to just see like all this progress in terms of revenue, but the truth of it is like you need to spend some time in the in the trenches like doing the things that aren't necessarily fun, you know, maybe not making an, an, a lot of revenue at first because you're doing too many things, but you need to do those things because you just it like it it just reveals so much about like the direction that you need to head. And if you don't learn it first and you don't go through those mistakes first or find out certain things first, you're not going to be able to delegate that to somebody else, which is what will end up scaling the business. So it's just stuff that I, I don't love doing, but I know that I have to do it in order to, to get this off the ground the, the way that it needs to. But it's certainly been fun to, you know already be making revenue and just learning something completely different that I have never done before. So, but yeah, it's been interesting as it, as it compares to software businesses, I would say that it's a lot, it's a more simple business, you know, in terms of like the workload of like having, you know, like you got to go talk to people and get on all these calls and like everything feels manual, right? Like the service feels manual. So that's not, you know, that's not great as it compares to software, but it it's just so much, it's it's way simpler in terms of like how to generate revenue. And it's why you can generate revenue like within a month of just like putting a website up versus a software company. There's just so much upfront work to do to get a product out the door that's expensive to get out the door. Expensive both in your time and or if you hire people like developers to do it. And you you don't get as many you don't get those learnings initially because you're like you're building first and then you like throw it out there for somebody to like try your product and then you get your learnings from that point on. But you have to do so much upfront stuff first, which is why like I am, I definitely, even with the, like, we've talked about this before, but even with the things that we're doing within our software products, like we're trying, we're, we definitely started a new trend of sort like trying to do something as a service first and then build second. Um, I think you can get away with not doing that. Like, I think you can get away with like going product first, like tech first, when you are, when you, you know, you have money, like you're VC backed And, and maybe, you know, sometimes you get away with it as a bootstrapper as well. But when you're a bootstrapper, I think it's so much, it's so much easier and faster and more efficient to do something as a service first and then build tech second and that could be like do something first as a service and then like build a complete product or that could be like we're going to still do the service but we're going to like it's going to be a tech enabled service and so we'll build things in whether that's with like no code tools or a mix of that and like you know actual kind of like natively built products but i do like i'm i'm finding more and more that that's like a a much better at least in my opinion in the way that you know i prefer <laughs> to do things like it i I prefer to to kind of go that route. And I'm actually seeing a number of, I'm seeing a lot of companies uh, start this way. We've got a, there's like a venture kind of studio firm in Atlanta that's, you know, crushed it. Like they, in the past, they've built Pardot and SalesLoft and Rigger, which was where Kyle and I previously worked and now sold to Splunk. And Calendly, like there's a ton of companies that have sort of like either, received money from them or started out of the studio and recently they've been the, the companies that they've been starting in the studio they've started as complete services business businesses like they don't even try to be like they're not even trying to go product first at all they're just finding a market that is big and growing is like on some sort of wave they believe will be much bigger down the road and they're starting a service in that market and then just like All right let's go run this service make money while we're doing it and also just learn a ton and find our niche or find where we can we can build product within this within this market like i just think that that's a much better way to start a business a much higher likelihood that you will have success in some form or fashion than if you just straight up start with product right away so that's been yeah it's been interesting you know i think we may we'll probably do hopefully with the the headhunting business Hire With Grit, we will at some point, you know, start to make it a little bit more tech enabled, which I think we can do. So I don't know that it'll ever be... I mean, maybe we'll spot some gaps where we could like build a product in this space. But I think for this specific business, I, you know, I don't think it's like a... It's not a tech product, I, but I do think that it can be a tech enabled services business. Just make it a lot more efficient, grow margins, things like that. And I think, you know, we're in a good spot to do that. But... You know, outside of that we have we're currently working on a new free tool for ad reform called PreviewAds.com. It's basically taking some of the tech that we already have inside of ad reform and making that piece of it free. It's just like a free tool, or it's actually technically a, a number of of free tools to preview ads online. I know there probably aren't a lot of listeners that like are in this space, so I'm not even gonna go into the details of what that <laughs> means, but but it's a it you know. It's going to be interesting to, to see if that really leads to more brand recognition for uh, conversions from that free tool to to ad reform and just the learnings that we'll you know experience with that. But um, so we're working on that right now. We're also working on some features for ad reform. and then Kyle is working on the new app docs docsfresh.com. Actually, I don't think we have like we have the we have the the website. we own it. I don't think we've put anything on that site directly. I think it's on 0mile.io/#docsfresh. I believe that's it. But we he's working he's sort of taking that as his spe- special project and so he's been working on that for about a month now and hopefully we'll have something something there soon, but it's like all these different things in play right now and I've been I've sort of been doing most of kind of the the work and learning on the hire with grit side which because as a service is actually pretty easy to do since i'm not technical so i've been doing most most of the stuff on that with some feedback from our own team as well as working with kyle on that a little bit too But i guess that might be a good time to transition into our sponsor punch list so we you know because we've been creating all these websites obviously we mentioned this last time but we've We've been using Punchlist to basically go back and forth and collaborate on live websites to figure out what changes we want to make to it. We've been making a ton of a ton of changes lately to our to all of our different sites because we just we had a a company do an SEO audit on AdReform.com and so we needed to make some changes there and kind of collaborate back and forth before we make those. So we use Punchlist for that. Uh, and then you know with the launch of Hire with Grit, you know we've been going back on some different things there and and how we can uh you know what what are the what pages what landing pages do we want to include that sort of thing and so i expect that we'll continue to do that over the next couple months i believe we'll probably move off of card and go to go to webflow at some point so there's going to be a lot of collaboration needed you know it's like moving into a new house a much bigger house and now you don't have any furniture anywhere right so card is kind of like a basic website builder to get something out the door but Eventually you kinda probably need to move to something like Webflow. So now we'll be, okay, what furniture do we need for for all these different rooms that we have? And that's really kind of where Punchlist comes in in handy. So it just makes it super simple to go back and forth. We'll also probably include some of our team in the Philippines on their feedback because it you know, this is something that a lot of folks in the Philippines will be looking at. So we'll wanna go just make it easy for them to communicate with us in regards to the site as we make changes. So Punchlist is just Super easy to be able to do that. And I actually recently used it to sign a a legal contract, which I had no idea that Penchlist offered offered this, but basically you can upload a PDF and go back and forth on that. Traditionally, I'd used like, you know, like DocuSign and different things like that. But recently somebody sent me a PDF and I was like, you know what? I'm going to, I want to try this. So I started going back and forth with a PDF and the potential customer of ours, they had sent like an MSA basically. And I sent them the link to PunchList, and they actually, they were actually like, this is awesome. Like, how do I, like, can I, can I sign up for this? So, so yeah, it's, a, you know, great, a great thing to use with potential customers or customers of yours. It's just so, it makes it so easy and they usually love using it. So if you want to check it out, it's at punchlist.com. We'll include that in the show notes. And if you, if you want to get a month for free, you can use promo code grit, G-R-I-T, And uh, yeah, just tell them we sent you and they will hook you up. All right. Back to the remainder of the podcast. So yeah, so that, you know, we've been working on a ton of different things. We, I've definitely hit the point though, where I like don't know what to do. (laughs) I don't know what to do next. So I think that's, you know, I think that's a problem that every entrepreneur has, but it's at certain points of the business. But, you know, especially with us having so many, so many businesses and some of them, you know, a lot of them are, are very early in their life cycle. So there's so many things to do or so many things you could do in order to kind of take the next step forward in the business. I mean, I've got a, I have a giant doc on my, on my iPad, which I'm trying to open right now. And it's just like this, like I just have one doc that's just marketing, like possible marketing initiatives that we could do for Hire With Grit. And it's just like, it's huge. And that's just, just marketing. Like that's not anything else within the business. So just, you know, what I have to continue to remind myself is that you have to go through this period, you know, which takes probably three to six months where you're going to have to, like, some of these things are not going to work. What some of these things that you do, like you're you're trying to prioritize things and you're going to have to spend time on those things. And some of them just aren't going to, you know, they're just not gonna work. You're not gonna get you know, there's gonna be no fruits of your labor. Like it's just gonna happen and you have to go through that in order to get to the things that do you want to do everything at once, but you can't. And so sometimes I can be like sometimes I feel like, oh my gosh, there's so many things I could do. I just do nothing. Cause I'm just like I'm trying to like figure out what I want to do. And so then I just end up doing nothing. And uh, I think that's like a like that's something you can fall in like a trap you can fall into. And so what i try to do is like okay what is like one thing that i can do today that's like just taking action um and so like this podcast is a perfect example like we didn't record one last week and like it like i feel like we might not record one this week so i'm just gonna do it i'm just gonna record one of my own we've never even done this but i'm just gonna do it and like you know at least you know i took action i did something last week You know, I I felt like we needed to probably open up some new social channels for for the podcast to start, you know, really marketing it because we don't do any of that right now other than like a Twitter post where we just say we have a new episode. And so instead of just kind of like writing down all the things we we could do, which I've done a million times in the past, and we just never never get to them because it feels like the last, you know, priority. I said, you know what, screw it. I'm just going to like do a couple of these like within the next like hour and a half. So I opened up, I created accounts for TikTok and Instagram and LinkedIn and Twitter, like basically all the different social channels, even ones that I've literally never, I don't even have an account for like TikTok because I'm not, you know, like 20 years old, but, but I, opened, I opened up accounts, I created some different, just simple like clips of the podcast and I just posted this like across all the different channels that I just opened up just to see like, just to start and see how it works and also see like what the response is like how many views do we get like that sort of thing and it was really pretty surprising with like Instagram and TikTok like I got like a lot more views than any of the other platforms which is what sort of like you hear about like you hear like TikTok's insane like the algorithm it just gets you so many more views on your videos and all this kind of stuff and it's true it actually does i don't know if those are bots but it did get <laughs> a lot more views we're talking like like thousands of views versus like a twitter which got gets like and, and that's where my network is like that's the biggest network we have is on twitter and it's like the views are tiny so so unless like if i didn't do any of that stuff i wouldn't know that now and so now we're talking about hiring using hire with grit to hire somebody in the philippines that can both help us on the podcast editing side but also uh what i'm calling like clipping so just creating clips of of the the past podcast we have like 50 some odd episodes that we can just they can just go to right now start creating clips of different interesting pieces of content and and then start to post them as videos all of the all over these different platforms on sort of like a daily or weekly cadence so i'm looking for somebody to be able to do that i probably only need like i don't know i don't know maybe 5 let's say like 5 hours five to 10 hours a month maybe but this is not something that like i should be doing or want to be doing so so i think we can probably hire somebody for yeah like i said five to to ten maybe 20 hours every month so pretty inexpensive that'll cover our podcast editing and all these different things It, it gives us you know we'll put it puts a little bit of money at like sort of an experiment to see if this stuff starts to drive more listeners which i think it will you know i think we're gonna start recording this on video which you'll maybe you're watching this on youtube right now so we can pull clips from from that as well and actually have video of the podcast so anyways just kind of like taking action on these things taking you know doing at least one of those things that are sort of in that quadrant of like i kind of want to do these but like they're maybe not the top priority but like you know there should be at least one of these kind of small things that i can do on a daily basis or at the very minimum a weekly basis and just take action on them just do it who cares if it gets like who cares if it like if it doesn't go well or if you nobody cares if it doesn't drive anything at least you now know that and that can be some one more thing marked off your list because i got a list like 10 miles long of things that we could do or we should do and you know you just get you just drown in it and you never get to those things so i think defaulting to action and just doing one of those every week or every you know maybe every day is something i've really been focused on lately but yeah that's that's pretty much it i you know i think we'll have some more updates soon about the business i want to be i want to try to be like pretty transparent with this since it's a business where it's like it's not like a product where i don't know i feel a little bit more guarded about like SaaS products and people copying you and all this kind of stuff like i just feel no need to like give all that information out and have someone come up, you know, and copy everything with this business. It's, you know, there's a lot of companies, there's a lot of competitors and stuff. No, one's going to be copying. There's nothing to copy. Like it's, you're do- it's a service. You don't have like IP. So, so I want to be like more transparent with, with this business and sort of like how it's doing and getting it off the ground. My goal is to do about my goal is to do six figures in revenue within the first year. And after the first like month or so like i think i definitely think that's attainable so to me that would be a huge a massive success for the first year and would give us a lot of confidence to invest more in this business hire more folks that sort of thing start doing maybe advertising different things like that so excited to see where that leads i will keep everybody updated on that and and of course like if you if you're hiring for any of your main roles or you think there's you know potentially an area where you could use you know, I mean, it could be any task that you're just doing where you're like, why am I doing this? I shouldn't be spending time on this. This would be much, much better to delegate to somebody else that, you know, isn't, you know, at, at my sort of like hourly rate as the founder, we are more than happy to help, you know, reach out on hirewithgrid.com and we can, like I said, we'll we'll find somebody. It's It's incredibly surprising how many great candidates there are in the Philippines every time I like... I've talked to somebody. I'm just like, you're awesome. Can I hire you right now? And then I have to get reminded that I'm finding somebody, finding someone for for another company. So, but yeah, it's just it's crazy how much talent is there and 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 that's looking for for roles and that the pay that you would be paying them is is just it like they're making good money in in their country where you know there's a completely different cost of living than the United States. And so, but like for a U.S. company, it's Incredibly cost effective. I mean, we're talking like, you know, probably around 80% less, maybe 85% less than if you paid somebody in the US. So if anybody has any roles they want to fill, if they, you know, there's, it's basically like all upside. Like you sign up, you don't pay anything unless we find somebody for you and you hire them. Yeah. There's no downside. Reach out. We're happy to help. And hopefully we will be back with with kyle next week and if not we'll find we'll get another guest on the pod i have a couple that i've been reaching out to so we should be able to get hopefully more of these out over the next next couple weeks but it's a weird way like how do you end this podcast when it's just you yeah i guess i will just say bye to myself until next time cheers